Blessed be the Lord day by day, the God of our salvation, who bears our burdens. He is our God, the God of our salvation. God is the Lord by whom we escape death. God shall crush the heads of his enemies and the hairy scalp of those who go on still in their wickedness. The Lord has said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that your foot may be dipped in blood, the tongues of your dogs in the blood of your enemies. They see your procession, O God, your procession into the sanctuary, my God and my King. The singers go before, musicians follow after, in the midst of maidens playing upon the hand drums. Bless God in the congregation, bless the Lord, you that are the fountain of Israel. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes, at the head, the prince of Judah, in a company, and the princes of Zebulon and Naphtali. Send forth your strength, O God. Establish, O God, what you have wrought for us. Kings shall bring gifts to you for your temple's sake at Jerusalem. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God is the Lord by whom we escape death. This is a poetic summary of the whole Christian story. God is the omnipotent master of time and space, and escape from death is only possible in him. God sits in the heavens over all from the beginning. He sends out his voice, his mighty voice. The God who spoke the world into existence speaks still. We know that when God sends forth his word, it does not return to him without accomplishing his will. The question is, do we have ears to hear it? You've heard me say nearly every week in the liturgy as we bless the children that Christ has commanded us to become childlike in our trust of him. This is radically different from a childishness that fails to account for the sorrow and complex brokenness of human life. Entrance into God's kingdom isn't by way of a denial of how intertwined our lives are with suffering and death. To become a child in trust is to reckon our helplessness. It's a joyful humility, one that realizes we need help, and one that joyfully trusts that God will be our provision. Praised be the Lord daily, even the God who helps us and pours his benefits upon us. 
The paradox of blessing and suffering is one that we Christians will never outrun. As we begin to focus our lives upon the crucifixion in the coming days, this paradox is held out to us on the wood of the cross. In bringing life to the world, God the Son entered into death. There's a hymn for Holy Saturday that sings, Down to earth, O Master, to save Adam you came, and not finding him on earth you descended, Lord, to the depths of Hades, searching for him there. God sends forth his voice, his mighty voice, and the voice of Christ shattered the gates of hell as he went and proclaimed life to those held captive in death. I've been told that the apex of this pandemic will likely hit the United States on April 11th, Holy Saturday. The liturgical significance of this is not lost on me. Holy Saturday is a day of profound silence. Christ's body lies in the tomb. His friends and disciples are hidden away in the upper room, captured by confusion and fear. And yet, in the silence of Saturday, in this bizarre twisting of the Sabbath, where again God rests from his work, we hear the shattering silence of Christ calling out among the dead. Oh, the joy, the gladness, oh, the boundless delight in which, Jesu, you filled those who lay bound in hell when you made light blaze throughout its murky depths. Friends, do not shy away from this paradox. God sends forth his mighty voice even in deafening silence. As his children, let us trust that God will give strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.